Hey, Cassidy Sargent. Hey, Andrew Street. Cassidy. Hmm. How do you feel about acquisitions? Uh, you know, it's uh, just a part of business. Something I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Me neither. And that's why I got to ask you, though. What's your price? <laughs> I show up, I say, I want to acquire you. The house, the cat. What's the price? Hmm. You get the cat and the house too. I thought you and would you. just get me. No, it's a package deal. It's an acquisition, not a merger. Cass, give yeah. me a break. You belong to me. You're not gonna none of this like coexist, publish your own fucking games type shit. Is there uh, is there some sort of anti suicide clause? Yes. Oh, I gotta protect my assets. Your price just went up, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you think Andy's gonna deal with some poison pill bullshit? No way. Yeah, I'm not letting you go like that. If, if you can get me, if you can get me a pre-order this holiday season for both the new consoles and a 3080, I'm in there. Oh, dude, we can work that out. Just the 3080, not even 3090. Yeah, that's fine. 3090, humble man. It's too thick. <laughs> wow. He doesn't have an AK monitor. He didn't ask for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Guys, you'd live a happy life under. I'd keep you full of G fuel. You'd be so happy. Only G fuel. <laughs> Yeah, you used to love NAS, and G Fuel is a NAS competitor. They compete in the same space. I hate to cheat can, on the ones I love. Can we throw in an, an extra caveat here? I want Cass to only be able to play EVE Online. That's the only game we can play in this acquisition. <laughs> I'm going to learn economics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Excel spreadsheets. That's why I'm super excited to announce Gone Gold has joined Microsoft Studios. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. <laughs> We did it. Podcast. God, I wish. <laughs> I'm your host, Andrew Street. Thank you for joining us. You heard him there, Cassidy Sargent. Hello, I'm happy to be acquired. Sam Atherton, also here tonight. Hello, I'm happy to be acquired. Robert Mecky. Phil could monopolize my butthole any day. We know he could. I know. I didn't realize Phil Spencer been around, you know, quite quite a long time. Mm. Oh, like yeah, I knew he started that. Started off as a janitor at Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Humble beginnings. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. one day he saw a math problem on the blackboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then he called Matt Damon and he was like, "Hey, can you come solve this for me?" <laughs> I heard rumors Bill Gates himself struggling to get the original Xbox off the ground. Phil sweeping the floor said, "Hey, I play this game on my N64. Conquer. You should <laughs> buy this company. Rare." Nudged him in the right direction. The mm-hmm. rest is history. Obviously. Damn. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful world we live in. Elmer Guardado, welcome to the show. Yeah. Boys. Xbox bought Bethesda. <laughs> we have to talk about it. We fucking have to talk about it. This is uh, earth-shaking. Yeah, this, this is like probably the biggest news. Yeah, I don't know. This yeah. is the this second biggest easily. acquisition in gaming of all time. I think the first biggest is Activision buying Blizzard. That's a big blow. Can we talk about what they could have done with $7.5 billion instead? No, because that just leads to sadness. But mm-hmm. I do think this is like one of those acquisitions where it's like, oh, this is also like a good brand fit. You know? Like, it doesn't feel like a, like, it feels right. I don't know how, I don't know how to quantify that. But I feel like these, you know, they're, they're going to be on PC. These are these, these kind of like, they just fit. I like it. Thumbs up. Yeah. Good job, Xbox. 
Microsoft is going to do a better job managing these IPs than their private equity owner was previously. Like, Fallout 76 is going to be good now. Todd's not going to have to oh, fucking stop. lie to us. No, Come dude, don't. Just look, stop. Look, 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 look. We, gotta, we can't. Pete now, Hines can was I... out here telling us, hey, we're still us. Nothing's changing. And that's what everyone says during an acquisition. But yeah. you hope that, yeah, you know, Fallout 76 could be avoided. But I'm not about to just give Todd, you know, a pass. He still, he still has to earn it. Hey, man, he's got to pay his employees somehow. Now, I, I, saw something on, doing it. I saw something online. In the original Quake, could you kill Bill Gates? Was that like an Easter egg? He, yeah, because he was he, in the game. I don't because know if you he could was kill so him, but he was in the game. Pro-capitalist, and the guys who created it were so anti-consumer. And then now, here they are. The fallout. What is it? It's, not 60 years, but however many years later since Quake years. came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, 60 years. They, <laughs> they, they sold out. They had to roll the uh, original Quake cartridge in on a fucking forklift. <laughs> yeah, fucking John Romero went off and did his own thing. Die Katana. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is, John... it is pretty wild that the acquisition was more than the Star Wars acquisition by Disney. Mm-hmm. That That's a wild one to me. By yeah. like a fairly significant sum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like almost double what the Star Wars acquisition was. But honestly, like, I think that Disney got Star Wars for cheap. I know it's $4 billion, yeah. but you look at the value of that IP, I think they got a great deal on that. And I think George Lucas I think just George wanted Lucas... $4 billion to make a museum with. I, I also think George Lucas it, wanted to sell to Disney. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I think that, I don't think, I don't think that was like a bit Yeah. I yeah. think it was just like, yeah. well, they, they have a, you manage a brand yeah. well, take it. I think when I saw this, one, I was shocked. I didn't see this coming at all. And I think that there was a lot of talks about acquisitions by Microsoft. And I would have guessed a thousand studios before I guessed the entirety of, of Zenimax Media and all of Bethesda. You just, they're so big, you didn't think they were on the market. You know? And obviously, yeah. this, this, is, this number make, puts you on the market. But it just yeah. you would have never yeah. guessed. Not even on and the I, conversation. It, I read it because it's quiet. I think it's because it's like it's got to be all executives, right? And if it leaks, they'll know. And I'm sure there's like <laughs> stock changing hands. Like this shit gets all into like the insider trading bullshit. There are some NDAs involved for sure. Yeah. So how do you think Phil gave? Like, how do you think Phil was like? We're prepared to spend this much money on you. Or what do you think that negotiation was like? I mean, Phil's not doing uh, this negotiation. It's the lawyers talking. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, mean I don't know. Lawyers, this... But I think it's definitely an initiative led by Phil. And I don't think he would have had the clout with uh, Satya, the head of Microsoft, to be able to propose an acquisition of this size without the incredible performance of something like Game Pass. Like, I guarantee you the Game Pass performance in his, like, you know, annual performance review, if they still do that of the executive levels, uh, Phil's probably walking into that boardroom with a massive dick. Oh, I mean, to be honest, like Microsoft missed out, missed the boat on every single thing. They missed it on phones. They missed it on like MP3 players. And like, this is them being like, we're not missing the boat on fucking Netflix of games. We're going all in. We're leading. We're leading the charge this time. Yeah. I think they're trying to go big. Um, I I think, I think when I first saw it past the initial shock, I was kind of like, I don't know, is Microsoft going to start consolidating everything? We're going to see, like, I don't know, all the fucking people start to go under each other. Which, like, 
Microsoft is good right now. They were only they were bad just a few years ago. Like st- shit changes so quick. So I don't want them to own everybody. But I read an interesting article that went down like just how the video game industry is so volatile. So that even without the acquisition, Bethesda was in trouble. It goes into like how they went all in on single player games and that didn't work for them. Mm-hmm. Hi, like critically acclaimed, Wolfenstein, Dishonored, all of these games and they all bomb. Yeah, I mean, and there's a reason that like, 76 happened. Yep, that's what they, they, so they talk about in this article, like Bethesda tried everything. They tried single player, they tried just leaning on Fallout and Skyrim, they tried VR, they tried 76 as a live service, they even tried their own, remember their fucking launcher and their own store? Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. They tried everything, I think, and I, I think this was the we are not going to have to lay off and close a shit ton of studios deal. Do you remember how they were about to announce? Well, not that they were out. They did announce, but nothing actually came out of it. Their uh, their own Stadia xCloud competitor, like their own game mm-hmm. streaming service. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really? Boy. Yeah. Man, when you, when, you, when you line all these things up, you, it does paint a more, a different picture of Bethesda. You know, you just think of them as like these giants because, you know, they have a Doom but you're right. They also put out like Prey and Dishonored games that like people like but didn't sell well. Yep. And then obviously 76. But you also just forget how many fucking like teams are on in Bethesda, right? How many studios? Yeah. Tons. Yeah. Seeing but, I mean yeah. seeing all those studios become like Microsoft, on that like Microsoft first party studio list now is just fucking crazy. It just reminds you like how big Bethesda actually was. Um, Arcane, but I think a big part and of it Tango too is, and Machine like Bethesda was owned, like Zenimax was majority owned by some random private equity firm. And I think that was a big part of it too. And I think that's one of the reasons that we saw this type of performance and these kind of goals that were set by their private equity owners that uh, I think to most of the people in the industry were probably unreasonable. Um, So, and that's kind of one of the things I'm hoping that Microsoft is, you know, more understanding of that they set more realistic goals, because I do think that the, the sales from like Doom Eternal Skyrim, all these like non hyper monetized games were probably good and they were critically lauded. Um, but I'm just hoping that we don't see this from Microsoft anymore. That they're not like, hey, yeah, monetize the shit out of this game. We want to see lifetime values of, you know, $500 per player uh, moving forward. That they let them focus and- on the single player games that they excel at and not force them into a, a section that uh, they clearly don't like with fallout 76 (laughs) yeah it will be interesting like now that all of these single player games will be on game pass new single player games from microsoft it's Mm -hmm. like do they put in any monetization models so they can make money on top of just the monthly subscription or the yearly subscription because like shit's expensive i mean games are only costing more yeah and what i think about is like obviously like you know you think about netflix's you know, monthly numbers, they're insane, right? And with video games being so expensive, like, are there enough gamers? Like, that's the thing that I just, I I don't understand how successful Game Pass is. And, like, I just didn't know that there was that many gamers, I guess is what I'm saying. Let me add a little context to this. I was looking for this stat while we were having this conversation. This comes from uh, Jason Schreier at Bloomberg now. Uh, the massive leap in Xbox Game Pass subscribers from 10 million in April to 15 million today. So that's a 5 million increase in five months. 
Yeah, fifty percent. I mean, this they've been pushing it more than ever. Wild. They they yeah. like are they finally have it like figured out on like how to message that shit. I think they have a little momentum on it. I think that they, they do have the messaging on it. I think they're acquiring like good games on it. I think the like clearly and, and sort of my response to the Sony thing is like the the Sony's whatever there is PlayStation Plus collection uh, is like their their decision to go all in and say like hey we're gonna put our money where our mouth is and our first party games are day and date all of them. Mm-hmm. It's like that's a that's in that is uh it sets them apart right no one else is offering that mm-hmm. yeah and i think it's very appealing yeah i think so too and i think that like i don't know even if you don't buy an xbox you're gonna have game pass like i yeah. mean at this point i know it's a fucking meme to say but like if you play pc games you're losing money by not playing, yeah, buying it's... game pass yeah when you see like a game pass game on the steam top selling list i just my brain breaks <laughs> like game pass is so dirt fucking cheap too like that will probably balance it out at some point right that's got to go up as it continues it did to just go up oh it did so it, ju- it just came wait, wait, out it went beta. up on pc pc now it's it went up on pc excuse me yes so it, it was five bucks a month in quote-unquote beta it just released from beta so now it's 10 bucks a month did they do any improvements to the ui or anything uh i'm not sure i i just got it it's no. a little bit smoother, I think, than it's been, but that yeah. is my I biggest I think it's, it's going to be iterative. Yeah. I, that's the thing. If they could make, you know, and I don't know that this is their vision, right? They want this to be Netflix of games. I don't know that Steam and the way Steam is laid out is the Netflix of games. So, like, I feel like the way they handle, like, your library, like, the app looks like Netflix, it doesn't look like a normal kind of gaming app, to me, at least. Yeah, yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't look like a storefront. Yeah, but even the library, like you don't to look at your library, it's just like a little symbol in the right or on the left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I, I just want them to make the app better. I think that is like a big thing. But yeah, I and hope game- they do. I I think they're certainly like I think it makes good business sense to do so also because mm-hmm. like I'm I'm one of these people who I didn't order a PlayStation Five, I didn't order an Xbox One X. But I did up my PC Game Pass sub. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who's like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to roll with PC for the next you know, couple of months and feel it out. So, you know, cater to us. And especially once they get these like more PC-centric uh, studios like kind of up and going, once we get like some oh, in-exile yeah. games produced and released, it's like it will be in their best interest to polish that thing up. So yeah, I, th- yeah. I hope we do. I think we will. I do think, too, like, a plan of theirs is that these games don't stay forever. Like, games Mm. leave Game Pass all the time. And if there was a game I wanted to continue playing and it was leaving Game Pass, I don't know that I would buy it through Microsoft versus just grabbing it on Steam once it left Game Pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I know you get a slight discount, but that is something, like, to think about. But I do think the majority of Xbox players on a console have no choice but to buy it through xbox oh yeah uh, but like casual people go, like go I to game stop like yeah fucking i'm gonna buy this yeah I, I think it's interesting i think that microsoft kind of uses that as a leverage tool though when they're working with third parties uh before they buy them um working with third parties to get on that the games onto game pass and like using these numbers as like yeah so if you get this you'll get a wider audience you'll get more reach than you would just 
you know, hosting your game on Steam. And then when we announce that your game is being removed from Game Pass, you're going to see like an X number in uh, sales lift. Um, I'm assuming that that's one of the tools they use to get that. But I wonder what that means for all these first party games, because I don't see Microsoft removing a lot of first party games from Game Pass. Like they're not going to remove any Xbox studio games from Game Pass. And looking at the lineup that Xbox Game Studios is now, it it seems pretty pretty hefty <clears throat> seems like you know they're going to be the netflix original content of <laughs> video games which may be a good or a bad thing if you watch a lot of netflix original content now yeah, yeah. i also how long oh go ahead omer well i was just say like i'm all, i also feel like at some point it would behoove them to just be like okay we're actually a steam competitor too because we have x amount of people on our we have 15 million people on our platform like, I know everyone's trying to start a launcher, so that makes it kind of, you know, fucky. But, like, a third-party game, if there's if it's available everywhere and it's also available through the Game Pass app, you know, if they could just maybe get rid of their actual regular storefront and then just integrate that into the Game Pass app, maybe that even helps. Like, if it's actually one library. Because right now, it just I think it is one library, but it's just that, that store and Game Pass feel like so, such separate things. Is the Xbox yeah. app not like the Microsoft Store launcher, essentially? They're connected, but it is weird. They treat them okay. Okay. Like it's, it's hard to explain. Finicky. I don't understand. I only yeah. have the so game like when when app, you so. when you buy a game through the Microsoft Store on Windows, <clears> like you you launch it through the same Xbox app that you launch Game Pass games through. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's weird because it's a separate like the store is a separate app, so you buy it in so something I, else and you open it. Okay. Like you, okay. Yeah, it's it's weird. I if think I buy it, it in the store, I open it in the app, but I can't buy it in the app. Yep. Okay. Yeah. If you click, if you click buy in the app, it just takes you to the store. <laughs> okay. Jesus. I hear that for sure. That's weird. Yeah. So I was gonna kind of say, when do you guys think that people will come to like think of Bethesda as an Xbox studio? Like, let's say Skyrim Two comes out and it's an xbox slash pc exclusive will people be like oh yeah of course like this is an xbox studio game like you know people wouldn't expect uncharted 5 to come out on xbox do you think people will people will like accept or i'm sure game okay i think i I know gamers won't accept it but will people like I accept. It's just going to be an adjustment. I think it's almost immediate too, because those games are like, I don't know. They just, they, they just fit tonally at least like into that library already. And those games do kind of like they're gamer ass games. You know, I don't think they're, most of those games are games. People are just picking up. So I feel like, Oh yeah, no, it's it's a core, it's a core market for sure. Like those, I mean, not to say that, you know, Skyrim is, it's got a pretty far reach. A lot of people play Skyrim. A lot of non-gamers have played Skyrim, but I, I think it's going to be interesting to see the branding that Microsoft takes with this massive acquisition and whether or not they slap the Xbox Game Studios on the PS5 exclusives that are coming out next year. No, I'm, I'm sure they will. Baller. I'm sure I they will. I think they I, have to. Like, I, yeah. I think. The well, if they're probably... actually publishing them, then yeah, right. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, they're they're. I mean, they'll they're they'll own the studio at that point. Yeah, they own yeah. everything, and they because they're the ones that came out and said like, yeah, we're honor we're honoring those contracts. Like those games are still going to be PS4, <laughs> PS5 timed exclusives. Sony was Just supposedly with... negotiating uh, Starfield exclusivity too. 
mm-hmm. as like recent as like last month. Yeah, uh, which is that so, would have been that would have been crazy. I'm not positive that they're gonna keep exclusivity. If I'm putting out Elder Scrolls Six, good call. I I'm leaving money on the table. I think See, that's well. What so I that's 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 like thing. a Minecraft, right? I don't. Mm-hmm. I think it's different. No, yeah. I, well, little I different, it's, but it's it's I in the same ballpark. So no, I, think I think it's you incredibly paid, different. I think you dropped seven point five billion on these hardcore gamer titles. Like you're making them exclusive. I think like yeah. maybe one. But, but I'm like, making money on exclusive, every single one of those software sales. Though, it's like it's like Xbox exclusivity includes PC and Xbox. That's, so yeah. it's like you're still going to be getting the PC market. You're getting the Xbox market. And but I bet I you some, some of these will be even a year later. Every single game I make money though. Even yeah, but I think they're. PS5. I think that they're willing to lose the. I think they're willing to like make those big budget games lost leaders because they want more people subscribing to the platform. I don't know. P- I think. I think, it, I think like, this. If if they make Skyrim two the <laughs> an exclusive Xbox game, I think that is like a big dick move. But like, I mean, we saw we've seen how Sony ponies react to things, and I feel like they would have. But it doesn't matter. The reaction doesn't yeah, matter. Like, we're ta- we're, like that, that's where like you lose me on the discourse. Like, I don't give a shit about these people crying. But like, yeah. they're leaving money on the table. Technically, I think Rob's right about like they'll they'll let some things eat shit a little bit to get the people to subscribe to the platform. But I think down the line, you know, you could see things either getting like a timed release later. Or a really big game like Elder Scrolls. Like, I don't know. Here's I, a here's a quote from Phil Spencer. Uh, Upcoming Bethesda games like its single-player sci-fi RPG Starfield will come to Xbox, PC, and Game Pass. Whether it will also come to PS5 is now less than certain. Quote, we'll take other mm-hmm. consoles on a case-by-case basis. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me think. Which okay. is pretty gray. Yeah. I think it leaves yeah. a lot. I th- I don't even think that they probably know what direction to take yet, right? Like, yeah. and I could also see like, oh, we're we have some smaller games coming out from Bethesda. Drop them on PlayStation. Drop like an indie, a smaller indie style one on Switch. Yeah. Like, Aren't, like doing that with Ori right now. Yeah, I they think. Own Ori, yeah, right? yeah, I could I could see. That. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna. That's I think why it's smart to say case by case basis. But I could also see. So I am I'm in the uh, the field of thinking that. The big names like Starfield and Elder Scrolls and Fallout 5 are going to be uh, Xbox exclusive, um, which includes PC, which is also a massive market that's only been growing since like 2013 onwards. Um, Because it's more valuable to build my brand than it is to make the money on those software sales kind of thing. Yeah, and it's I think it's it's a it's a longer term play, and also just not only is it building a brand, but because it's a, a subscription service where people mm-hmm. are less likely to uh, lapse if they just have an automatic subscription going. Like Netflix has been doing this for years; they've got it down. Microsoft wants to do the same thing, but I do think that we're, we didn't we haven't seen the last of games like Fallout seventy six. There's clearly money to be made on live ops games, um, and I think that when it comes to those types of games where volume of users is critical to a game's success that's when we see the multi-platform launches that's when we see Mm -hmm. the the uh, sony launches as well and i think too they have like this is a big decision because it sets like i almost thought in the beginning like oh put we already announced starfield and we already announced elder scrolls put them out on ps5 and then from then on this is our stuff but it kind of sets i think a precedent you're gonna get these games 
instead of now it's been a little while since you have an elder scrolls it's a clean cut just cut mm. the, like cut it now let people know that playstation's not going to be a place to play these games yeah and also it's like, been a decade since the last elder scrolls game so yeah also like if i'm microsoft like You've been eating shit this whole time because all PlayStation's done is told you how shitty your games are, how good <laughs> our games are, and how you have no fucking good games, and you can only play the good games on our console. And so, like, now if, it's, if I'm Microsoft, I'm like, no, finally we have some good games. <laughs> like, why would I put them out there? I know that com- big companies don't think petty like that, but... But, but I think, you know, it's like I think for building thing. the brand, though, yeah, they, I think they, yeah. they will consider these points. It's so weird because, like, Sony has, like, spent the time to, like, build these studios, you know? Like, they've owned Naughty Dog since the beginning. They've owned Gorilla since the beginning. And, you know, Microsoft is like, here's a bunch of money. Make us a game. I don't know. It just seems kind of weird. (laughs) I mean, Sony bought Insomniac. I do think, like, there is a little bit of a difference. Like, Insomniac worked exclusively with Sony for, like, decades. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I... I don't Morrowind think... was exclusive to the original Xbox. Exactly. They have, they ha- they have a, yeah, they have mm. a history. And and that's part of why I think Bethesda again, like I, it just feels like a great fit. Yeah. Um, but but like, yeah, that that and that's kind of the thing we've always just kind of talked about. Like the so, Sony has this this brand that they've built, which is what Sam I think is describing. Yeah, this, I would like, I don't think I'll ever call Elder Scrolls or an Xbox game. I yeah, and that's kind of so. interesting too in the game in world. But no, no, I think because. he means like Bethesda is like a yeah, quicker association with those yeah. games well, than I think, Xbox. I mean, sure, I they are an Xbox studio. But yeah, I, they are I an mean, Xbox. Studio. I think it guys... depends on what the quality of the game ends up looking like too. Like if under Xbox's umbrella, like it turns out to if they get like this massive engine upgrade that they didn't have under Zenimax's or like Zenimax's parent company's ownership, like. That was because of new ownership and better management. And I think that is hopefully one of the things we see out of this acquisition. That, yeah, so that let me happen. ask you about, let me ask you guys about Rare. Do you guys associate Rare with Xbox or with yes. Nintendo? No, I definitely, it's like Rare, I mean, Nintendo, good. Xbox. Does that make sense? I don't, I don't think of them, I think of them as an Xbox thing. I think that they made really? great games on Nintendo and then made bad games on Xbox, but... <laughs> You know. But you know what I but mean. But also, like, like they're they're owned by Xbox. They are an yeah. Xbox studio, and Fact. they had they had to build Rare up from the, because when it, when like when Nintendo acquired or when X, Microsoft acquired Rare, like they were just doing Nintendo shovelware at that point. Like by 2002, when they were acquired, they were only doing GBA ports. Like their their glory days were long past them. And like this narrative of Microsoft buying Rare and then running them into the ground is just it's like it's it's a gamer fantasy. It's not what actually happened. Like the entire original Rare development team left before the Microsoft acquisition. So yeah, Microsoft had know, to build this studio up again from the beginning. And like clearly they had a lot of flops, like nuts and bolts and grabbed by the ghoulies. But, you know, Sea of Thieves, think of it what you, yeah, think of it what you <laughs> will. But it's still like one of the most popular games, both on the Steam charts and on Twitch streaming. And it's also like probably one of the best supported live games of all time because it appeals to a casual market that we're just yeah, not they have part dogs of. now. All time. Exactly. Let's, let, let's pump the brakes. All time's but, a long time. Bethesda is owned by Xbox. We'll see what happens. Right? I think that's it. Because it's just like, if, if the games are crazy different, that switch will happen, Sam. But I think, yeah, right now we're still just like, if fucking the next Fallout looks like every other Fallout that's come out before it, 
It's going to be like, well, it's still a fucking Xbox game, but it's just like, oh, it's Bethesda. It's the Bethesda we know or whatever. If that nothing else, I would like to believe that this at least like provides stability to the people who are working there in those studios. Yeah. 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 And maybe that's me, you know, being naive, but that's what I would hope $7.5 billion does for them. Yeah. Is for make sure that they don't have to lay off the 76 crew. And exactly. Yeah, exactly. For sure. I yeah. think so. And maybe, maybe it's also I'm the naive, kind of money but... though, that lets you do whatever the fuck you want. So. Yeah. I do think too, like, uh, you know, say what you will about them buying up fucking huge swaths of the industry right now. But like they, I mean, they own like the majority of the Western RPG developers. Oh, there be that, like, and that's what yeah, I was saying about like, like Xbox reclaiming its status as like the core RPG brand, you know, like yeah. and they're, I'm honestly, I've said this before, but I'm very happy that they're not just trying to copy Sony's formula. It just makes me feel. It makes me feel good that they're, you know, they're going for the flight simulators. They're going for the Age of Empires. They're going for the Bethesda RPGs. Flight Simulator is not a game. It's a simulation. Please uh, do not ever call it a game again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives me a score when I stick a landing, so it's a game to me. <laughs> Robbie, Bandersnatch didn't give you a score, so it's not a game. I win this mm-hmm. argument a year later. <laughs> Got him. Wait, what, what doesn't give you a score? I said Bandersnatch doesn't give you a score at the end of it. Oh, your score is the ending. <laughs> Rob, did you get a uh, pre-order on an Xbox? No, unfortunately, I did not. Because I'm, I'm trying to do the Xbox uh, all-access thing. Um, and that shit sold out real fast. Because I think I think that's the, the best deal that they offer. Um, and I, just, I didn't feel like dropping $1,000 on two new consoles with, like, no real good exclusives. Yeah. There's I feel also like just, like, you have to... Wait for- it out. The day you need to pull the trigger on the Xbox, like, you obviously just want it because it's new tech. But, like, I feel like when you get that Game Pass game that you don't want to play on PC, it's going to be, like, the day I, I might want an Xbox. You know? Like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, I don't know, like, Forza? Forza's not really a PC game. You know? That's a that's a couch game. Yeah. Well, honestly, I want I wanted an Xbox just for Cyberpunk. You know, I want to play Cyberpunk on the couch. Mm. I've decided that, like, I know it's a first-person shooter, and, like, I'm sure accuracy matters. But to me, I feel like it's going to be more of the CD Projekt Red, like, long-form RPG with a lot of driving in it. So I want to be able to just relax on the couch, play with a controller. God damn it. You, got, eight, you made, you made me second-guess it now. I pre-ordered <laughs> on Steam this week. I pre-ordered yeah. it on Amazon for a digital code. Was I that code digital? Or were they yeah. going to mail that to you? No, it's a digital download. Okay, I I made a little Amazon for that. I was worried they were gonna, they were gonna because yeah. it looked there was one list. There was box was, art, but it said digital download on the box art. Okay, because I was like, are they gonna mm. mail me the box with just the code in it? Yeah, they yeah. Fax fac- the code. I'm so yeah. sure of it because I thought the same thing at first. That so I mm-hmm. looked into it very, very deeply. Yeah, the, I'm uh, just gonna relax in my gamer chair and you know hang out in Night City. Yeah. Dude, that game's gonna bring us all together. We're all gonna does, be happy at the same time. Does Cyberpunk have multiplayer? Not no. at not yet. Okay, but it's coming. I'm so excited about a single player game, dude. I just wanna I wanna sync up and make sure we have full coverage on the life paths. That's all, guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I yeah, can't wait to I would like to do that. Everybody joins. That'd be great. What racial stereotype are you gonna join? Super excited. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. We should. That should be the. <clears throat> oh man. Hopefully that shit comes out before the game's release, and we can just do that like on the air. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. I think the gangs are out, aren't they? Didn't they release all yeah, of them? Yeah, the gangs are out and the I life paths are out. That was yeah, I last. saw the, li- the little like cinematics they put out. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to be such a corporate fuckboy. 
Mm. I know. Yeah. I know. We I should know. play what a game is... where we what do you mean somehow be? people pick for each other. Because <laughs> it's too easy if Robert's the corporate fuckboy. Well, I mean, you know, we can have multiple corporate fuckboys. There, there are only three life paths, so we can uh, have some, yeah, some yeah, coverage. I, yeah. was... I know there's going to yeah. be at least one other corporate fuckboy in this party. Mm-hmm. What are the other two? Uh, uh, it's like Rockstar. It's like, uh, yeah, street kid and uh, nomad, which nomad. is like your Sons of Anarchy, uh, kind of Badlands Roma guy. Love Days Gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, be, be I'm kind of leaning corporate. If I'm being honest right now. Yeah, see, I know you are. It's the right <laughs> choice. I you per- guys are so pro business down in the south. <laughs> no income tax. Hey, there's a reason everyone from San Francisco is coming to Austin. Uh, I pre-ordered a Series <laughs> X, and I'm probably I'm probably gonna cancel it. Did I was it was a moment the, uh, of weakness. You just got the um, like the regular console. Yeah, just like like the nope nope. I bought all it, access yeah. or anything. No like all okay. access. So my my thought process, besides getting caught up in the hype, yeah. uh, is one one my brother wanted one, so I was trying to pre-order with my parents to make sure he gets it. They got one on Target. I got one on Amazon. Uh, then I was like, if I'm going to be playing all my PC games on Game Pass, I could play this Xbox on the TV. Then I was like, do I just need the fucking Series S instead? I don't need like all this disk well, drive beefy hardware. I also, four, my TV's right next... Do you have a 4K? Do you have a 4K I have TV? have a 4K TV. Oh, yeah. then you want the Series X. But I also have a... My computer's right next to my TV. Like, oh, I so you could just, just like run, a, run an HDMI or something to it? I could just do that. And you're yeah. getting a PlayStation. Yeah, I'm don't not even... getting a PlayStation. You're not? Not at launch. Oh, that's right. And that's the thing too. Like I'm not. I don't really want to get either of them. I'd rather spend. Oh, the money you're just kind of stuck with it. I see. Yeah, what I'm probably going to cancel. I might, it was like a I might cancel. I'm, I'm debating canceling my PS5 pre-order just because I kind of want to wait. I, I, okay, so here's how long before we get the first special edition PS5. It took war. years. Yeah, to I mean, get it just there's the no there's no good rhythm for it. God was of War it, Holiday I, 2021. Okay. I buy that. Yeah, I could I could see that. I don't I don't wonder if I I don't wonder if I want that one. Um I mean I here's the thing. You can one. Keep your pre-order and the moment you want to ditch it, I'll buy it from you. So there's no it's a, it's a, it's a good system cuz I don't have a pre-order yet. I yeah, forgot about some news. Fair. Can I talk about something real quick? Yeah, bring it up. Yeah. Like the 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 30 minutes of absolute fucking bliss that i was in when i believed that the demon souls remake was coming to pc (laughs) you guys you guys like it woke my heart up in a way that i didn't know i was still alive like i was that kid on christmas morning like googling furiously like there's no way this does not make any sense for that for a blue point made game to come out at launch on pc it it, (sighs) it really hurt quote unquote human error i know Cassidy, I'm I'm glad that it hurt Robert, but I'm sad that it hurt you. <laughs> oh, dude, it was brutal. It was brutal. That that was the that was the thing that was gonna make me slip. I was like, damn, do I need a PS5? Can I tell yeah. you? Thing? I mean, uh, that's why I got one. Can I tell you the reason that I would slip? Because this is some news as well. I don't know if you saw this, the Konami mm. news. You know where yes. I'm going with this? Yes, I do. Go ahead. Uh, uh, do you guys believe that, like the the Sony acquisition? You think no. this is like? Okay. Not a chance. This is different. Yeah, this is yeah. different. First, somebody leaked that Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2 
were being ported to PC. Not remastered. They were just porting the old, like the old PC versions of this game to PC. Mm-hmm. So that kind of took over the news. Then another insider commented and was like, hey, yeah, this is true. But also, Metal Gear Solid 1 is being completely remade from the ground up exclusively for PlayStation 5. And this is the uh, PS1 game, right? The PS1 game. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Dude, not the NES I, game. Uh, imagine like quality, like Resident Evil 2 quality remake. Of Metal Gear Solid, I'd be fucking yeah. Hyped. Oh my god, dude, fuck me up. The only thing is, like, I don't know. Like, Kojima probably has no involvement in it. I imagine. Yeah, and I think no, like, no honestly, yeah, definitely. I think it it could it probably be fine because they have the blueprint, they have the game. Like, they could literally just remake everything. Yeah, from I think that's what it would PS1. be. One, yeah, um, and that's what we I want. Wonder... Like, we really want like one for one, basically. But I, I wonder, like, one for one, so mm. to me, and this is probably just me, but, like, I think that, like, the uh, the isometric view of Metal Gear Solid 1 is so critical to that game's gameplay. And it's so critical to, the, like, the identity of that game that I don't know if, like, doing, like, a Resident Evil-style remake uh, with a, just, like, the, I don't know, MGS5 or, like, just some other third-person shooter engine would really translate as well. That'd yeah. be interesting. That's a, that's, a, that's a weird problem to have to deal with. Metal Gear Solid 1 and the Fox engine. Yeah. I mean, it sounds hype as fuck, and I think it's cool. Like, I remember in MGS4, when you got to replay Metal Gear Solid, like that, uh, the intro to Shadow Moses Island uh, in MGS4, um, that was cool as shit. But it was still, like, they didn't remake it in the engine. They just, like, put the original game into that section of MGS4 and let you play it. I'm like, this is amazing. This is all That's I want. That's the funniest shit I've ever heard. I did. I didn't know they did that. That's hilarious. My oh yeah. the The only thing that makes me doubt this is who is making it. That would Blue be the Point, question, right? Blue, Blue Point, Point is yeah busy. Uh, and if I had to guess, I would bet money that if this was real, Konami has like almost no involvement. I think it's Sony rolled out the fucking checkbook and said, "Let us make the like, we'll, you own the IP." We split the profits or do something here, but we fucking or just it's like game. a license, basically, yeah, right? Like, game. like yeah, yeah. I wonder if yeah. Sony I mean, it makes sense because buy the IP. Hmm. I don't think Konami's willing to sell it. Me I think they're kind of happy with the situation. Like, we don't want to make games anymore, but we made games and we have these IPs. Like, I could totally yeah. see this happening with like Castlevania too. Like, they made the show, you know. Like, yeah, I bet you they're making bank on that brand and those pachinko machines. Oh, what dude? if Kojima's making it? Now, see, mm-hmm. that would be fucking crazy. That's like yeah. some like blow. Okay, okay, let me set the scene. Let me set no the way. scene. Stop. I want everyone, everyone that's listening, close your eyes. <laughs> it's I'm the 2020 Game Awards. Oh fuck! Jeff Keighley comes out with a little headband on. <laughs> He's like, "Boys, we got him." And then Kojima <laughs> comes from the comes from the ground. Bop. I don't know what the uh, I don't know the they use the snake eater music. They use the snake eater music. It doesn't matter. No one gives a shit. (laughs) And what does he say Uh, when he comes up? And he's like, Kojima's make. He's remaking Metal Gear Solid One. He's like, with the gorilla waiting. I with the gorilla engine or whatever that shit. I just I I don't think Kojima would ever remake a game. I feel like Kojima's one of those people who's like, no, it was perfect the first time. Like, fuck you, it's insulting that you're wanting me to remake anything I've done before. And not, like, to say that he's an asshole And then Sony's like, here's $7.5 billion. Like, 
Yeah, Kojima yeah. doesn't need it. Kojima's <laughs> Kojima's like he's an auteur. He doesn't care about the money. That's that's fair. I do yeah. think that like regardless of uh, you know if this Metal Gear is real or not, I do think we see Kojima's something announced way too early. Like I know PlayStation's <laughs> fucking dying to say something about what Kojima's oh, yeah. working on. Yeah. Like, what if what if what if the news comes out? What if all this this hubbub about Microsoft buying more game studios? One of them is Kojima Productions. <laughs> You know, Microsoft's I just mean, if, like, if if they gunned for Bethesda, I don't think because so. they were talking nah. about Starfield exclusivity, they gunned for Xbox Death has Stranding no too. foothold in Japan. Yeah, that makes a bad. Fight. Well, yeah, but that's, that would that's, just be they, that's, that's, that's what like they Xbox want. That's what they want to That's what they want to establish, though. Yeah, I don't think they, it'll ever happen. They've tried to force that before, and I just I don't think it works. I think so. No, they, I mean, like, they got some console exclusives. They went hard on JRPGs in the in the Xbox 360 era, and it just did not catch. Did like they? Blue Dragon was an exclusive. Lost Odyssey was an exclusive. They I remember uh, the Tales game. Fucking two or three more. Yeah, Tales was exclusive on Xbox. Mm. Really? They tried. Vesperia, I think, or I can't remember the names. Yeah, that was a definitely when Don Matrick was uh, when Don Matrick was CEO though. But those I just games were good. Phil, if Phil has a strat. Yeah, I'm not talking about the quality of the games. I just think it's. I'm curious to see if they're going to attempt anything like that again. Because I know Phil has commented in the past saying, like, you know, he would love to, you know, bring a Japanese studio into their first party lineup. Which you guess technically Tango GameWorks is. So maybe, yeah, technically, maybe that's it. Maybe they're maybe they're satisfied. Yeah, I think Sony like quelled. I think like the whole reason Death Stranding happened on PlayStation is because like he's friends with those guys. Like they've been supporting him oh, since yeah. like the fucking beginning. He has a relationship yeah. with Sony. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, which he, I don't think he's had with Xbox or like he, I know that he showed up on uh, Xbox's stage for Metal Gear Five. Mm-hmm. Remember when like the consoles were first revealed? He was like on stage, which was a big get for them. But you know, I think in terms of like if anyone was going to buy Kojima Productions, I think he probably goes to Sony first. Yeah. Honestly, I I just don't think he sells. Like I, feel I don't like think he, I think I, I think he's especially after the like the whole history as with Konami. I think that yep. he values independence more than anything. I think so too. Yeah. But damn, this is the. I feel like we went from fucking no news, pretty boring on these uh, new like next gen consoles, mm-hmm. to like fucking biggest news in the last three years. To things are heating up. Wait, and can I? I was thinking about something. Am I crazy, or have we not seen? any ui on either console no you're nope. no. not crazy yeah. nothing here's we are getting insane. ui next week show us though. the blades we're getting we're getting ui from the xbox next week because the media has real xbox series x's in their hands now yeah and i could see sony doing like uh maybe a month before the release which i guess is soon they'll be like it'll be like a five part youtube series where it's like here's the ui here's the all this stuff um it'll be like inside ps5 or some shit here's what i want to know i want to know if sony's going to announce their compatible external ssds before launch no dude that's not on anyone's mind Oh, Xbox like, has like it's, memory cards, right? Yeah, the they CD have one, one terabyte memory cards, but like the, the PlayStation only has 825 gigs of storage, and that's not including the OS. So it probably realistically Are you has sure? like, yeah, yeah, that's confirmed. The OS is not included in that 825. Yeah, I guess I had kind of assumed that that's why they were rounding down like all oh, that's all the shit on it. That's weird. 
Huh. Yeah. Um, so I just I just wonder, and like with the news about like uh, Miles Morales like being over a hundred gigs, uh, I just feel like Sony needs to announce uh, the compatible list of SSDs. They're um, all compatible. Hopefully, might, they, they might think about drop. it. It's Hopefully, all yeah. Every SSD. Plug in whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. <laughs> um, I kind of have a feeling that they're gonna be. The OS is look exactly the same. I feel like Microsoft's put a lot of work into making the Xbox One OS good. Mm-hmm. So like, they're just gonna make that the new one too. And then I feel like the XMB is just gonna be like, yeah, we it's peaked. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We they're both better than the Switch. Yeah. Now, if only the Switch had uh, 3DS pins on it, then it would be better. When are, yeah. When are we getting a refresh of that? I think in March. Man, that shit still looks like it's in beta. Yeah. I feel like they were like... Uh, but I like it now that I I talk so much shit, and now I'm just like, it is kind of peaceful and nice that it's not so busy. It is fast. That is the only thing I appreciate yeah. about it. Like, everything... There is the no... The shop, too. The shop is fast. Like, there's just no clutter. They just like... See, I never... I thought the, I always thought the shop is kind of slow. I've had you like guys with the eShop. Yeah, yeah, I have issues with the eShop. Oh, it's so slow. Oh, I like the eShop. Yeah, I like little Mario running in the eShop right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's got a character. It's got more character than any, any of its competitors. It's just kind of slow. I what wish that, like, I forget if I talked about this when I was playing the 3DS for the Links or uh, uh, Ocarina of Time. The 3DS has so much character. You could put pins on the home screen. Mm-hmm. There's music custom themes the eShop has different music depending on which type of game you're browsing so if you're like browsing fucking virtual console games like uses old music it's like yeah i love this shit was yeah, it the 3ds that part, when though. you're downloading things it's like the, it takes the one box and puts it in the other yep yeah when you transfer yeah. uh, between 3ds systems pikmin carry your saved files on their mm-hmm. back between <laughs> consoles and so when i transferred to between the 17 switches that i had to get um there was none of that it was just a bar and i was like yeah yeah the 3ds is ripped to the 3ds too i know it finally ended production after what more than a decade time to start hoarding dude yeah Do you remember when that shit was it. first announced with like pilot wings and no the game. 3d steel, was actually steel diver, steel diver. Dude, yeah, but it was just like, dude, we have handheld 3D without glasses. Yep, that shit was like, I just that shit. I remember that Nintendo Power, dude. Dude, I remember. So when that was announced, I spent like an hour in Union Station because they set up like a 3DS demo booth uh, at the train station. I just sat there for like three hours, just playing all the fucking demos that I could, and nobody told me to leave. I was like, damn, this is fucking crazy, dude. I mean, they they were desperate. They yeah. needed you to buy it. I mean, four months later, they cut the price and then yeah. <laughs> gave away f- 10 free games to everyone who bought it at launch. So, Man. I, missed the, I had I missed to get rid of a lot of uh, extra copies of Steel Diver at Best Buy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I still see copies of Steel Diver at fucking Five Below. I like, like Steel Diver. Bro. I'm very biased because it's like oh, the demo I played the longest, but Steel Diver was cool. <laughs> give me, yeah, the, give me the, the Wii interface stuff. again. Honestly, give me the Wii interface again. Mm. Give me the fucking news channel. Give mm-hmm. me the everybody votes channel. Give me the Wii. Give me the Wii YouTube channel. app. Dude, the Wii yeah. YouTube app. Learned a lot of things about myself <laughs> on the Wii YouTube app. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam, what have you been playing? 
Andy, you ever heard of a game called Super Mario 64? Fuck yeah, I have. Now, people always say, oh, I wish I could go back and play these games for the first time now. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I've never played Super Mario 64 before. Hell yeah. I've seen a lot of the speed runs of it. I was trying to do the like, yay, yahoo, do like the, I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. the triple jump is or whatever. <laughs> triple jump. Mm-hmm. To get through the, the first door or whatever. Couldn't figure it out, obviously. Mm. Um, that camera. You gotta do the backwards long jump up the stairs. Yep. Yeah, that's what it is. The camera, awful. Um, other than that, gameplay's fun, I guess. I just, I don't think I'm a fan of the 3D, like, platformers. It just in general. Since we're Damn. here, I'm gonna say I beat this game like 10 minutes before we got on the show. How many stars? Uh, 73. Wow, okay. not even the 120? No, I'm going to 100% this game, but I'm beating them in order, and then I'm going to go back and clean up. Got it. So I haven't played love Sunshine play. or Galaxy at all, but I played 64, and I fucking love this game. Uh, I forgot that Mario, like, control... Like, I feel like you play Odyssey, or I play Odyssey, and I'm like, Mario controls amazing. Everything about controlling Mario is awesome, bouncing all over the place. Then I play this, and I'm like, they, they knew back then. Mario fucking moves so good. He's got his jumps. He's yeah, Yahoo. You think Mario controls well in this game? Hell yeah, I do. Oh my god, dude! No. Yes. Even even the even on DS, Mario controls great. The little dives and hops, and Mm -hmm. the long jump, and the high jump, and the like, uh, sort of like reverse jump. Come on, man. No. I will say though, I do think some. I think the camera's a problem, and I do think the. the level design, while mostly great, there are some levels where it feels like they they kind of feel a little shoehorned in. Like, there's some frustrating levels. Oh, yeah. Game. There are some levels better than others, for sure. Mm. Now, the soundtrack, uh, absolute banger. Oh. They, uh, were, you ra- were you racing the uh, slider? The that song slaps. And what's his, what the fuck is the Koopa's name? Because he's a punk ass bitch. Uh, when I was a <laughs> yeah, kid, I really thought he is. was so fucking fast. I played him that. I smoked him. I said, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're dumb as fuck for even challenging me. Why would you even approach me? <laughs> the game is great. I'm having, I loved every second I spent with it. I was so glad to like kind of get to play through it again. It's, I probably haven't played 64 since the DS. Uh, it is Koopa the Quick. Koopa the Quick. Mm. Fucking clown. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sam, you gonna play? Uh, mm-hmm. Have you played any of the other ones? No, I'm gonna okay. go in order. Awesome, I'm hyped I for think, the. Uh, yo, if you, if you hate the way 64 <laughs> controls, you're not gonna like Sunshine, brother. And I like Sunshine. Yeah, you just make me want to get this fucking dumb ROM. I'm definitely gonna get. It. I'm having so much fun. Yeah, I mean, I think there's something to, be said to like try these games, but did Kingma get it? No, I just think Sam Kingma can. Get me this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can play all these games for free. I'll, I'll show you how in five minutes. Oh, that's what I was referring to with Kingma. I didn't know you were a yeah. fucking hacker, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. I'm from the 80s. You, are you going to play your PSP? You got the ROMs yeah. on your PSP? <laughs> <laughs> My backlit PSP? Hell yeah. <laughs> PSP was backlit, don't you dare. <laughs> uh, PSP. Shout out. I'm probably going to start Sunshine tonight. I'm really excited. Um, 
yeah, this collection, I'm so glad it's like on Switch and I can play it like wherever. Uh, I do think like uh, I heard Sunshine was bad. Say hi to Flood for me. Uh, I think Sunshine's the most controversial one. It's the yeah, only I'll... controversial 3D Mario. All I've seen on Twitter is videos of that game bugging out and people losing. I happen to love Sunshine, but I know that that is not a, a common take. I don't have like I don't know that I ever really played it at my own house. Like I only played it at friends' house. So I don't know if I have an opinion yet, but I'm excited. Flood is fucking an- another banger soundtrack. Oh yeah, I know Isle Delfino that track. Isn't that the that's the only Mario game with voice acting, right? Dude, there's voice acting mm-hmm. in 64. Ooh. Princess Peach talks at the end. In which one? 64. She talks in oh, the beginning. Really? Dear Mario, I baked you a cake. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought. Let what me was suck it? it. Oh, maybe it's the only game with Bowser. Bowser voice acting. I don't know. I thought there was something about that, like Super Mario Sunshine being the only game with like someone being voice acted, and then they never did it again. Well, they. they I'm surprised they even released the game because it's got fucking Toadsworth in it and they mm. refuse to acknowledge that Toadsworth even exists. Um, <laughs> but he's there. Old ass bitch. Who the, is, who the fuck is Toadsworth? Dude, Toadsworth? Oh, just old old Toad. Not old Toad. His name's who, Toadsworth. Who's playing Hades? I want to hear about Some this respect game. on his Dude, name. Let's talk about Hades. Cass? Let's talk about Hades. Explain this game to me, please. Uh, so Hades is a rogue light, a rogue light, uh, from Supergiant Games, uh, creators of Bastion, creators of Transistor, creators of my personal favorite Pyre. Uh, Hades has been in early access for like a long time and they just put out 1.0. I'm playing it on Nintendo Switch, uh, which shockingly I tried to look it up. I'm not good with this, but I tried to look it up. Pretty sure runs at 60 on the Switch. Nice. Um, But it is like an isometric dungeon crawler hack and slash kind of thing. Just like everything Supergiant does, it's like dripping in style. Um, You are trying to basically escape hell. And so you're doing these runs trying to get further and further and further out of hell. Uh, you're unlocking new weapons to use on different runs. As you advance through chambers, you're like picking up upgrades or visiting shops or having little mini bosses. Uh, it's, it is, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there as a, a must play. Yeah. You have to play this game. Mm -hmm. It is, uh, I think I loved transistor and all of super, uh, supers games, but this might be my favorite already. Like, I'm having a blast with it. It's basically, like, kind of like Diablo, but it's got those roguelite elements to it. Uh, it's amazing. It's, and like, it is very much a one-more-run game. Yep. Like, it's it's so hard to peel yourself away. 100%. Sounds cool. Looks and, cool. Yeah, like, the aesthetic of it. I mean, you play as Hades' son, and it's like you're, like, a fucking angsty, like trying to get the fuck out of your dad's house type of thing like yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. good i heard all the characters in this game were like anime hot yeah yes yes okay like zeus is fucking yeah. hot yeah fuck. <laughs> how much yeah. is this it's on sale it's uh, 19.99 right now yeah on on switch on switch all right i'm doing this this looks i'm watching some video this looks rad 
Yeah, it's very good, dude. And and there's like a ton of stuff to do. Um, every run that you do, you come back with something, whether it's like uh, gems so that I can upgrade kind of like my room and my layer and make cosmetic changes or upgrade new or open new rooms. Yep. Or I come back with like upgrade points for my skills or I come back with keys to unlock new weapons. It's like you're always coming back with something and like pushing forward and forward and forward. Uh, and it's very rewarding. Yeah. And all, honestly, I've played with a good amount of the weapons so far, and they're all fun in like their own way. Uh, and each of the upgrades that you find kind of along the way, as you combine them with different weapons, like create some cool and fun builds, you know, like like other great roguelites, like a, like a Dead Cells or something. And I think I'm already, like, I liked Dead Cells. I wasn't super into Gungeon. Or I fell off it pretty quickly. This, I'm already hooked in more. Like Cass said, mm-hmm. there is a lot of thing. Like, not only upgrading, like, the normal roguelite stuff, but you get all of that, like, I'm going to make my room look fucking cool. And, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to, like, build relationships. There's, like, some very, very light relationship building <laughs> mechanics. That's awesome. Because yep. I, I, I struggled. I liked the gameplay of Enter the Gungeon, but I feel like the hook, it just never... There wasn't enough driving me to just fucking it is, go. Gungeon is hard as fuck. It's hard. Yeah. Very, very is there any multiplayer? Any multiplayer in Hades? I don't think so. I don't believe so. Ah, oh, damn! I was when you when you said Diablo, I was getting hyped. I'm like, oh fuck, is this like a four person dungeon crawler roguelike? Because that'd be cool as shit. I was super into that. But yeah, no is it is it is it for sale on Switch too, or just on Steam? Mm-hmm. I'm both. Okay, I think it's 19.99 both, but normally 25 yeah. or yeah, yeah, something like that. Mm. I'll, I'll verify. If it plays at 60 frames on Switch, I'll probably get it on Switch. Yeah. Which I was very surprised to see, but I did a little poking around, and, and that seems to, to be the case. It's It plays very smooth. Goddamn. Um, yeah. I've been I've been impressed. Really, it, it's the first game that where I'm like, damn, do I need to get a pro controller? Mm. Because me fucking, me fucking holding say, that in portable even... mode. Uh, ah. oh, my, my hands were feeling it last night. I'm all about the bow, Andy. Okay. I just literally uh, tonight equipped the bow. Haven't gone out on a run with it yet. Okay. I was liking the sword That's too my much. My furthest run is with the bow. Okay. Uh, I feel like you can't mash with the bow. You kind of have to. But you can keep your distance. True. You can play a little more cautiously. You can, you know, mm-hmm. keep them like almost at full screen, which I'm gonna have to get I was always a dull seam guy. In Street Fighter, you know. Mm, Sonic Boom. That's Guile. Nope. Nope. Yoga Flame. That's what it is. There you go. Elmer, how's uh, Tony Hawk treating you? Uh, Tony Hawk's fucking fantastic, dude. I'm still playing Tony Hawk. Um, I think I'm going to keep playing Tony Hawk for the rest of my life. Uh, It's awesome. Just to pop in, do free skate, or just grind out at all these little missions. There's so many tiny little missions and all the XP to unlock new collectibles and stuff and the secret skaters. So it's been just a fun grind, man. Love that game. Cannot believe we were this blessed. 10 out of 10. Yeah. I want thugs so bad. Me too. I'm thinking about seeing if I can, uh, region region break my PS2 and, uh, getting a copy of thug. Your PS2 is Japanese. Yeah. But it never came out in Japan, so mm. I was like looking at I was looking on Reddit on how to how to trick the 
the system into thinking it. Earth I mean, you've got, a, you've, got a, you've got a PC, right? Yeah. I can, show you how to, I can show you how to play Thug in five minutes. Mm, no, thanks. Sam likes to support small business. Yeah. Yeah. Robbie's trying to sling fucking ROMs on this show. Robbie, you <laughs> actually I don't play fucking ROMs for the Super Nintendo all the time. Nintendo's going to come for us, dude. Yeah, it does <laughs> It's illegal. You got to own the game. Uh, before we go, I want to say one thing. I've been playing Dragon Quest XI on the Switch. The game is fantastic. Uh, I'm like maybe three or four hours in. I'm, j- I'm still in the demo. I haven't even bought the game yet. Uh, it's coming to Game Pass in December. It's really like worth giving a shot. It's like, in- even on Switch, beautiful. There's a lot of shit to do. There's like fucking base and economy shit going on. It could also just be a simple JRPG if you want it to be that. You can play it in 2D. You can switch on the fly between like uh, full 3D, beautiful, and then also like Super Nintendo, top-down wow. Dragon Quest. That it's, sounds awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fucking sick. Um, I'm hoping that I could get the, all the way through it, but it's also like an, a 60-hour game, so we'll see. We'll see if I make it through the 10-hour demo that they're letting me play. Boys, any closing thoughts before we wrap up here? Um, or in the Blind Forest is good. Where you playing on Game Pass? Oh yeah. Also, it has ultra wide support. Shout out to Microsoft for actually just like you know porting shit over to PC and taking good care of those ports. Yeah, I want to get to the Ori games. They're I, I was I was drunk one night. It was like one a.m. I'm like I don't want to play Among Us because I had a really bad game in the past game. I got ejected and I was not the imposter. Um, so I played Ori. I played it for like an hour, and I was kind of stunned. Um, the 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 first hour, not even the first hour, the first ten minutes of that game, uh, kind of feel like up. It's really sad. It's really emotional, but also it looks gorgeous. It runs at sixty frames, and the score is fantastic. Um, I can't wait to finish that one and then move on to Will of the Wisps because I hear the sequel is even better. Um, yeah, that's the only new game I've been playing. Nice. I want to. I own the first one on Steam, and then I obviously have Game Pass. But I kind of want to play them on Switch, and they run at sixty on Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. They're on my list to get to eventually. They're pretty fucking games. Yeah, I would say if you're gonna play it on Switch, at least play with headphones. If you're not gonna play it on like a like a big screen. Mm-hmm. Damn. Maybe. All right, boys. Well, until next time, we'll have to see what fucking studio gets acquired. Sega. Can we make a... Let's make a... Can we do like a pilk? Can we make you a, want pilk a pilk You want a pilk bet? On which which studio gets acquired next? We'd just be guessing. We'd all lose. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a, a, a million-year bet. No, if you... No, 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 no. If you, get the, if you get the guess right, then everyone else has to pilk drink. <sighs> I'm done making like, bets. I'm, yeah, okay. pass. I didn't know you were a baby. I'm I mean, a I man, Sam. I t- did my bets, and no, and then all the bets got abolished before anyone else could do them. <laughs> what I'm saying is, who knows when the next acquisition will even be? So you're soon. making a, a bet without a deadline. Oh, it's gonna be soon. You think they're gonna give up on this momentum? No way. <laughs> I hope they buy uh, the people who make Crossy Roads. Look at look at how many directors Netflix acquired in the past four years.
Robbie sus. Yeah, I think <laughs> Robbie's imposter. Vote me out, but if I'm not the imposter, vote Elmer out next. Honestly, <laughs> Robbie sus. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I saw him crawling through the vents. Yeah. yeah, I'm new. How do I vent like Robbie just did? <laughs> <laughs> Among Us is good. Oh yeah, it's so it much fun. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's been your show. We hope you enjoyed listening. You can follow the show at Pause. Go to awkwardpausepod.com backslash merch. Buy that merch. Buy that uh, hot awk pause t-shirt you've been eyeing for the last couple months. You can follow me at streetsweeper1r. You can follow Sam at... Uh, catch me etsy.com backslash shop backslash S-A-M-U wood goods. Cassidy. Uh, at Sergeant Cass. Elmer. At Elmer is not mad. Robert. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Robert Jr. Jr. for pictures of my car. Until next time, stay golden. <laughs> <laughs>